0: We're going to talk about a few new places to go in Louisville. We've got a new rock bar and a renovated bourbon facility. That's up next on the Access Louisville podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann and joining me today is Ellie Tolbert. Laurel Deffen, hi there, and Haley Coffin. Howdy. Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week, we bring you the latest news and plenty of sharp opinions on what's going on here in Louisville, Kentucky. This week, we might also bring you random comments from people passing by this desk because uh, I was unable to find a private room to record, but uh, hopefully not too much of that. Uh, Ellie, I'm going to start with you. We're going to first talk about Angels Envy. Uh, that was a new expansion uh, to a downtown distillery, uh, which you got to visit earlier this week. So, tell us about the expansion. Uh, what did uh, what did they add? and and how much did they spend on that project?
1: Yeah, it was a eight point two million dollar renovation of their facility. Um, and they added it was, I think, five new tasting rooms, um and one of those included a bottle your own experience which they had had that before but it was on the bottling line it was just kind of a part of the tour like as they went to the bottling line they also could do a bottle your own but now they have a room dedicated to that and like a specialty tasting that goes along with it Um, and then yeah they have the five new rooms which they needed because they had been turning away just about the same amount of visitors that they were getting Mm -hmm. Um, so they are able to welcome a lot more guests and then uh, they also added a new event space that can be separated into two event spaces and a catering kitchen you know all of the all of the bells and whistles that goes with having to have an event space but right. yeah so they added about thirteen thousand square feet um and so they're over a uh, hundred thousand square feet now so
0: well, had you been there before or what did you think of the expansion?
1: no I hadn't been there before I wrote about the expansion some when I was writing my cover story on bourbon tourism a little shameless plug there go read that if you want to learn about uh bourbon tourism but um I so I like talked to them before uh but I had never been there so it was really cool to see it um you could tell they put a lot of work into it they expanded this they also had like a new retail center and some other things but it was just really nice and um and yeah I, it was it was fun never really yeah. been on a bourbon tour before
0: so yeah yeah and then that brings me to my next question you know like I've I think Angel's Envy's got a beautiful facility I think a lot of these facilities are beautiful But I was wanting to see what you guys thought of bourbon tourism because I've often wondered if it's like an old white man thing like and I have a blind spot for it and don't realize that it's an old white man thing but I don't know do you guys are you into it do you feel like it has broad appeal is this kind of place that uh you, you know you think you know, attracts all different types of people.
2: I get the I get the appeal there. Like, I think it's super fun to go to breweries, even though I don't particularly like beer, or at least most beers that actually taste like beer. Um, <laughs> so, I, I get the, like, appeal for something to do, and just seeing how stuff works. Like, my husband and I went on our honeymoon to Ireland, and we, like, toured the Guinness place and it was just like really interesting and learning about how the process works and like what goes into it so even if you're not like a big bourbon drinker which i think a lot of people in in louisville won't admit to i'm i'm not a bourbon drinker but um i think there's like interesting things to be learned if you're into that kind of thing so i get it
0: yeah Yeah, I'm kind of the same way with, um, say, Huber's. Um, I like wine every now and again, but I'm not necessarily a wine drinker. But I still enjoy just learning about how a process works. So I guess it could have a feel
2: Plus at Huber's, they have bourbon and wine slushies. (laughs) And you pick strawberries right now. Sorry, I I live fairly close to Huber's, I guess. (laughs)
0: yeah they do have the uh the fruit picking like we picked peaches there um, last time we were there, so they got some cool other stuff going on too. That's a whole different attraction
3: no, I think it is. Um, it's a really cool thing that Louisville has to offer um and I don't really drink bourbon, but I will defend bourbon just because I am a Louisvilleian and a Kentuckian as mm-hmm. like a good drink. um I do think that. There is like a stigma around it about like how it's only for old white men. but, you know, that's a conversation for another day is like, how can these people attract, you know, different types of people? I really don't know
1: the answer because yeah, i I kind of went in with that question, you know, is it, you know, is the bourbon visitors are they all, you know, older? and they're they were like, no, we're seeing a lot younger crowds. Like they think it's just kind of, especially with um, millennials and the kind of like idea that a lot of millennials are kind of hipsters or you know they just want these like authentic experiences and they can obviously get that by drinking bourbon in Kentucky and so they're seeing a lot of younger crowds than
2: uh, they maybe originally thought that they were going to have so like we we want experiences and I think that's like just accelerated during the pandemic is like every no one wants like a regular gift anymore no buy gift cards you know buy us some an experience somewhere and I think like creating those really unique experiences is something that distilleries have been really good at
0: yeah I think they want the, I think they're conscious of this um you know this audience that they have and they want younger people like that's why like I mean if you walk around uh old forester I think it's Old Forester, but some of them just have like places that, that are like just for taking a selfie because they know that a young person's gonna wanna like go there, take that selfie, have the thing in the background that they can put on their social media and so and such. And then like I saw Forecastle with the uh, I don't know what you call it, but the ring, the selfie ring that go that you can stand in. I saw that at Derby too. So I think like a lot of brands are kind of conscious of that. Uh speaking of Young people, fellow youths, uh, tell us about uh, this uh, this new uh, rock bar over in uh, Southern Indiana, Laurel. You were just writing about that. That's the other place that, that teased us and a new place to go. This this new uh, rock bar. So, what's uh what's the story with that?
3: Yes. Here I am, the youth, <laughs> speaking <laughs> about Losers 812. Um, so this building used to be Barrel House on Market, and it's a pretty neat building. Um, it's only about 2,000 square feet, um, but they have a lot of outdoor patios, including an elevated outdoor patio, which was a main selling point. Um, so. You know, it's going to be a bar for the losers is what the owners told me, you know, they're only going to play rock music and um, they're going to try to have live music outside every night. And the only rule is you have to play rock, but that could be country rock, hip hop rock, any form of rock. um, You can think of. So it's a pretty neat location.
0: I love that they're 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 leaning into rock and the the name losers 812 there's something like distinctively 90s about that i don't i don't know what mm-hmm. it is uh i want to watch beavis and butthead and uh do other 90s <laughs> while uh coming home or after coming home from losers 812. um let's see so who's behind that you, you mentioned you talked to, to the two owners right
3: yes yeah, so it's a bit of a mixed bag so The uh, one of the owners is Trey Landrum, and he's the son of the owner of Trixie's. So he was the owner of Trixie's for a little bit. Um, His dad was behind Toy Tiger. Um, And, you know, after selling Trixie's, Trey told me he was kind of just done with that part of the industry. Uh, We Mm -hmm. can he didn't say which, but we can assume which part um, because he said he was still drawn to nightlife and the bar scene. Um, so, he partnered with Kevin Kane, who is the drummer of local band Knocked Loose, which if you were ever part of the Louisville underground scene, they're kind of royalty around these parts. Uh, <laughs> so, they partnered together, um, and they just put a little bit of themselves into it.
0: Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's cool that they kind of had this legacy of uh, of people um, I, I'm not part of the underground, uh, yeah. <laughs> senior in Louisville, but real, real unhip guy, but, uh, that's cool that they have that connection and that they had the, the older connection to some of the old clubs that used to be here. I mean, I, I don't think he re- he didn't like have Trixie's very long. I believe you said that he, his dad mostly ran it and then he inherited it. So, um, and, uh, so he definitely like has that like nightlife background, um, I was wondering, like, does Louisville need a rock bar? Like, is that a thing that that the market's missing here? Laura, I bet you can answer this one.
3: <laughs> well, I, they they did say that, you know, they were like, this market needs a rock bar, and I was thinking, yeah, this market does need a rock bar. But then I asked myself, what like defines a rock bar, mm-hmm. you know? Because we have Zanzibar, and we have a lot of music focused. Venues, mm-hmm. but I don't know of a bar where it's like, oh, I want to listen to rock music, mm-hmm. and you know, drink next to a picture of Kurt Cobain. <laughs> and like whenever, whenever I need that,
0: <laughs> um,
3: so I'm not sure what. What do you guys think defines a rock bar?
0: I don't know. I mean, like obviously, the Anza bar attracts a lot of rock acts, as does right. headliners, and you know, a lot of a lot of places around town. I what I want to see out of a rock bar is like. Local bands that maybe aren't touring nationally yet, uh, but they they've got a following here, and I know that's really hard to do. Like, there's only so many fans that are you know going to be interested in that, but those fans are super cool. <laughs> so, <Heck> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a place for them that that would be really cool.
2: Have we talked on the podcast about how Laurel's favorite favorite local group is White Reaper? Like, what if what if Laurel could see, like, the future White Reaper at Losers 812? Like, that's the dream.
3: That would yeah. be the dream. I think that we've hinted at it. Like, right,
0: yeah, we've mentioned that... I can't remember what the context was, but we had... I, brought-
3: I remember the context <laughs> because I was trying to decide, like, how into White Reaper I should be. Like, it's a, how much should I reveal. Um, It was the 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 leader of the fair was talking about musical acts that were coming... And David, you're like, oh, yeah, Laurel, you said that White Reaper played last summer. And I was like, oh, what do I say? (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I'm very big fan of Louisville music. I grew up uh, going to punk and rock shows. That's how I know about, you know, royalty knocked loose, um, (laughs) the current owner of Losers 812. But yeah, I think that that would be really fun. But again, it is kind of hard to attract like a stable crowd for that,
0: I think uh, yeah, totally agree, and uh you know, if you haven't checked out why Reaper, they are a very cool band, so, so put you. that on your list <laughs> um let's see here, well, let's shift gears. We'll talk about another place here, um kind of still kind of still a place you can go, but nothing's quite changing yet um uh, this is Claudius. What was it called Claudia Sanders dinner house is that right Ellie
1: yeah um, uh,
0: so, so it's for sale now so tell us about that
1: yeah I like how Laurel's expertise is in like cool the cool Louisville music scene mines and fried chicken so <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah no um Claudia Sanders dinner house which is in Shelbyville is up for sale and so it's a three acre property and there's um two buildings on the property one of them is the banquet hall and it houses the dinner house which uh Colonel Sanders created for his wife Claudia after they moved from Corbin Kentucky to Shelbyville where they first uh came up with KFC um in Corbin not Shelbyville but anyway um and then the other building on the property is their former residence and then um they when they you know moved from the property they gave it to some family friends who also lived in the residence and just took over the dinner house Um, and those uh, tom and cherry settles they're the two that have had it um, up until now when they're selling it and they're looking for someone who can kind of um, just continue on the legacy of the place and maybe even they're kind of looking for someone with restaurant or even franchising experience Mm -hmm. so they can you know take the product and expand it even further so
0: yeah I thought that was interesting they're trying to get a whole franchise of claudia sanders dinner house which i'm sure kfc would have something to say about that <laughs> but um this isn't just the house either there's a um they were talking about maybe it's an airbnb you know because there's space there or maybe um yeah, there was also some memorabilia being sold too so uh um what I, what was it, it was his um it was his original colonel certificate, right? Yeah, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. it's his original colonel, Kentucky colonel certificate, which is like why he's called, you know, the colonel. And then it's a happy birthday letter from President Nixon uh, to Colonel Sanders, uh, their family Bible, a money clip, a wristwatch, and a lot more. And it's also the trademark and likeness of Claudia Sanders herself, which, I mean, that could be used. in obviously, Yum! Brands has the likeness of, Colonel Sanders, but, you know, I guess they didn't have Claudia, so. Yeah, (laughs) um,
0: yeah. Um, Has anyone tried this restaurant? I haven't.
2: I've heard that their roles are very good, but I have also not been there. Um, I I was just going to say that when we were talking about, like, KFC, and, and you talked about the opportunity to franchise under Claudia's, name and branding and recipes and that kind of thing it made me think of like dairy queen and burger king like this could be mrs kfc like <laughs> it could be its own thing <laughs>
1: yeah um yeah i have been there we used to go there i did uh i said this the other day in the office but i did um like youth government <laughs> when i was a kid and then we would stop there on the way to frankfurt on the like field trips to the capital um and it's pretty good. I always it's just like such like southern cooking. Um, so you know, fried chicken, mashed potatoes. Um, yeah. But their rolls were really good.
0: We're recording right before lunch too, which makes this even <laughs> even. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with southern food. So, <laughs> um, any thoughts on KFC as as a brand or as a restaurant? I mean, obviously Colonel Sanders was. Uh, is you know this famous kentuckian and and is known the world over but uh you guys feel like that brand is uh being more positively embraced now i feel like it has been kind of cleaned up in the last five years or so and haley you got some expertise on this so i'll, I'll go to you on this
2: i think well i think even before before i got to louisville like i came in in the era of the celebrity kernels and like I knew KFC is this like off the wall marketing brand. Like they would come up with these really like silly and fun and just. Right.
0: Like the power lock that smells like fried chicken that you can. Yes.
2: Yes. Or the sunscreen that was fried chicken scented or a multitude of other things that I was just like, who comes up with that? Like who is asleep and just like wakes up and they're like, Yes, uh, a Lifetime movie with Mario Lopez as the Colonel.
0: I, oh, I forgot, forgot what that
2: was called. <laughs> but, like, who dreams up this kind of stuff? So, I feel like KFC, like, kind of set the tone of, like, we're going to be, like, this super fun brand that, like, is approachable for multiple generations. And I think they're, like, maybe moving on from that a little bit with their recent Jack Harlow partnership. Like, I think they're definitely try to, trying to dip into the Gen Z market with... um with working with Jack, um, which by the way, my husband ordered the Jack Harlow meal um very recently, and he said it was very good. So um that's good. What, <laughs> good for them.
0: Jack Harlow meal, I forgot.
2: Uh it's a KFC chicken sandwich, mac and cheese, seasoned fries, and um a ice cold lemonade. It's
0: a lot of carbs.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's why it's good.
0: Yeah, that's what it's like. can be. you
2: imagine if Jack was like, nah, I'm going for a salad? Like yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be cool. That's not it's that not gives you no street cred.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's uh let's move on from KFC. We'll talk about this one last thing and it's office space uh downtown. Uh always always talk about downtown on this show. But uh Laura, what's the story with Humana? Uh they're donating a building to U of L, right?
3: They are, yeah. And this is kind of in addition to a collaboration um, partnership donation um, that was already established. Um, So back in February, Humana, the Humana Foundation and UofL collectively pledged $25 million to this new initiative that they've got going on called the Health Equity Innovation Hub. Lots of letters there to remember. Yeah. I think yeah. there might there might be an acronym, but I don't want to get it wrong. So I'm just gonna call it the Health Equity Innovation Hub.
0: If U of L is involved, there's probably an acronym. Right. More like any any like higher education.
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: That is usually gonna go with the with the acronym. So how's U of L gonna use it, I guess?
3: They're gonna use it for this hub, and this hub is focused on um improving health outcomes for marginalized communities.
0: Yeah. And haley, you know this is something that you and I talked about just yesterday very or maybe it was two days ago uh very briefly um you know this it kind of looks like human is using less space downtown like and I think that's in the wake of the pandemic laurel, you had written about um uh how how they're bringing their workforce back but they they you know still have a lot of uh remote employees so what do you think it means haley i mean does it it's kind of i don't guess it's bad news because they have L there but it does look like humana is using fewer fewer people downtown
2: i think um anyone could like read between the lines there and be like ah humana is giving away this what eight-story building with lots of square footage like,
0: right substantial building
2: <laughs> yes a a whole building in the heart of downtown that they have vacated completely and either I'm assuming some of those workers are now working remotely or they've put them in other um, available office spaces. So I don't think it would be, you know, too far of a stretch to say that Humana has reshuffled where its people are working. Um, So it'd be interesting to know exactly how many of its, how many of their employees are driving into Louisville, working downtown every day. Mm -hmm. Um, But overall like there have been a lot of um local attorneys and finance people who are still downtown like um I was talking with one of my Ignite Louisville classmates he's an attorney and he works from home one day a week and then he's here downtown every other day so I know there's definitely a population of folks who have like come fully back to the office and it's back in their routine but I don't know what that's like for Humana so it's something to pay attention to and think about
0: <laughs> yeah um I, I for for Louisville business first part like we're back in the office about half the time I'm here like three days a week uh and I have to say being back in the office makes me appreciate working at home more like those days that I work at home I'm like ah I get to work at home today and it's like real <laughs> relaxing compared to being in the office not that it's a bad thing so I, I like being back in the office but I can I can see how like why that would be attractive to Humana employees as they're you know trying to they're having the same issues attracting talent as everyone else so um I think that's it for our show this week I feel like we really took a journey there I mean we went from bourbon to like the underground music scene to fried chicken in Shelbyville and then back to downtown I mean it's like really feel like like Jack Harlow got a mention on there like what a show uh <laughs> i'll uh i'll wrap it up there um before we go we'll do the the thing we always do and go around the room here so you guys can share your social media handles haley i'm going to start with you on that
2: yeah you can find me on twitter at bf haley or on linkedin
3: under my name haley coffin
0: all right laurel where can people find you
3: I'm on Twitter at BFLU Laurel and on LinkedIn under my name Laurel Deppin.
0: All right. Where can people find you, Ellie?
3: You can find me on Twitter at BFLU
1: Eleanor or on LinkedIn under my name Eleanor Tolbert.
0: You can find me under my real name on LinkedIn. That's David A. Mann. Or you can find me under my fake name. Although Haley advises me not to proclaim that I have a fake name. Uh, that's on Twitter at DMAN3001. Why shouldn't I say I have a fake name, Haley?
2: That's what they're looking for in like forged documents and things <laughs> the
0: irs stuff good, good yeah practice. there you go <laughs> all right if you want to find this podcast uh you can find it on popular podcast services including apple podcast google podcast spotify stitcher and radio public thank you very much ellie laurel and Haley. thank you guys for listening to us at home and we'll see you next time bye